Section 11 of Collected Poems, 1901-1918 by Walter de la Mer. Read for LibriVox.org by Ellen Preckle. Imogen. Even she, too, dead, all languor on her brow, all mute humanity's last simpleness, and yet the roses in her cheeks unfallen. Can death haunt silence with a silver sound? Can death, that hushes all music to a close, pluck one sweet wire, scarce audible, that trembles, as if a little child called purity sang heedlessly on of his dear imogen surely if some young flowers of spring were put into the tender hollow of her heart twould faintly answer trembling in their petals poise but a wild bird's feather it will stir on lips that even in silence wear the badge only of truth let but a cricket wake and sing of home and bid her lids unseal the unspeakable hospitality of her eyes o oh, childless soul call once her husband's name and even if indeed from these green hills of england far her spirit flits forlorn back to its youthful mansion it will turn back to the floods of sorrow these sweet locks yet heavy bear in drops and night shall see unwearying as her stars still imogen pausing twixt death and life on one hushed word Polonius. There haunts in time's bare house an active ghost, enamoured of his name, Polonius. He moves small fingers much, and all his speech is like a sampler of precisest words, set in the pattern of a simpleton. His mirth floats eerily down chill corridors, his sigh, it is a sound that loves a keyhole, his tenderness a faint court-tarnishing thing, his wisdom prates as from a wicker cage, his very belly is a pompous knot, his eye a page that hath forgot his errand, yet in his brain, his spiritual brain, lies hid a child's demure, small, silver whistle, which to his horror God blows unawares, and sets men staring. It is sad to think, might he but don indeed thin flesh and blood, and pace important to law's inmost room, he would see, much marvelling, one immensely wise, named Bacon, who, at sound of his youth's step, would turn and call him cousin for the likeness. Ophelia There runs a criss-cross pattern of small leaves, espalier in a fading summer air, and there Ophelia walks, an azure flower, whom wind and snowflakes and the sudden rain of love's wild skies have purified to heaven there is a beauty past all weeping now in that sweet crooked mouth that vacant smile only a lonely grey in those mad eyes which never on earth shall learn their loneliness and when amid startled birds she sings lament mocking in hope the long voice of the stream it seems her heart's lute hath a broken string ivy she hath that to old ruin clings, and rosemary that sees remembrance fade, and pansies deeper than the gloom of dreams. But, ah, if utterable would this earth remain the base, unreal thing it is, better be out of sight of peering eyes, out, out of hearing of all useless words, spoken in tedious tongues in heedless ears, and lest, at last, the world should learn heart secrets, lest that sweet wolf from some dim thicket steal better the glassy horror of the stream hamlet 
umbrageous cedars murmuring symphonies stooped in late twilight or dark denmark's prince he sat his eyes companioned with dream lustrous large eyes that held the world in view as some entranced child's a puppet show darkness gave birth to the all-trembling stars and a far roar of long-drawn cataracts flooding immeasurable night with sound he sat so still his very thoughts took wing and lightest ariels the stillness haunted with midge-like measures but at last even they sank neath the influences of his night the sweet dust shed faint perfume in the gloom through all wild space the star's bright arrows fell on the lone prince the troubled son of man on time's dark waters in unearthly trouble then as the roar increased and one fair tower of cloud took sky and stars with majesty he rose his face a parchment of old age sorrow hath scribbled o'er and o'er and o'er End of section 11. This recording is in the public domain.